The custom of the Ashkenazim is to begin reciting Srichot, the Srichot service, on the Saturday night before Rosh Hashanah. If Rosh Hashanah falls proximate to Shabbat, the Ashkenazim begin the previous Motzei Shabbat, the previous Saturday night. The Srichot service is a service unto itself that is modeled on the standard service which consists, for example, let's say Mincha, there's Ashrei, there's half Kaddish, there's the Amida, which consists first of a set of praises of God, descriptions, and then there are many requests, various kinds of requests, the last request, of course, the general request of Shema Koreinu. And then we move into what's called Hodaya, Thanksgiving, Hodaya. And that's the completion of the Amida, after which point is what's called Nefilat Apayim, or Tachanun. The custom is to fall down or to lean on, sit down and lean on one's arm. After the completion of that, the Chazan recites the full Kaddish. Well, the Slichot service is based precisely on that. It begins with Ashrei, half Kaddish. Then the Slichot service itself, parallel to the Amida, begins with a set of descriptions of God, and uh, followed by Slichot themselves. Slichot themselves are requests for forgiveness, the primary text of the Slichot is the verse or verses from the book of Exodus, Hashem Hashem, El Rachum Vichanun, Erech Apayim, Rav Chesed Vemet, Notzeh Chesed Uarofim, Notzeh Avon Vafesha Vachatav Enakei. And that statement about God, <coughs> and in effect, request from God is introduced by a piyut and there are various kinds of piyutim in the Slichot service is one primary piyut that's recited typically recited in responsive fashion and afterwards there's some more requests culminating in Shema Koreinu God should hear our cry hear our voice which is precisely parallel to the last blessing that we recite in the middle of our Amida, a general request that God should hear our petitions, hear our cries. Afterwards, in the Slichot service, in place of Hodaya, which is Thanksgiving, we have Vidui. We have a confession, and followed by Tachanun, followed by the full Kaddish. So one might say that the Slichot service is actually an additional service. At the core of this service is, of course, Hashem Hashem Kel Rachum V'Chanun. And we'll have an opportunity to talk about that description of God. Because that description of God as merciful, compassionate, and the other attributes, known in that tradition as the Yud Midot, the 13 attributes of mercy. How precisely you get to 13 is a very good question. But that formula, as it were, 
appears in many other places in the Bible in similar but different form, including in the book of Bamidbar, following the story of the of the Miraglim, the spies who came back to the people and gave a bad report about the land. God threatened to destroy them. That is the people. And at that point, Moshe petitions God in similar fashion. Yud Gimel Midot. But Moshe changed, as it were, these attributes. We'll get a chance to study the attributes as they appear in the book of Exodus, story of the golden calf, as they appear in the book of Bamidbar, the episode of the spies. The custom is to begin Slichot Motzei Shabbat. The Pizmon, the main responsive piyut of the first night of Slichot, B'motzei Menucha Kidam Nucha Techiwa. We have approached God B'motzei Menucha at the end of Menucha, the day of rest, at the end of the Shabbat. Actually very interesting that the custom widespread custom is to recite Srichot on the first night at midnight. The prevalent custom on the other nights is to recite Srichot before dawn, just prior to the morning prayer. But the first night of Srichot, we are reciting Srichot at midnight. Why do we do that? I would suggest that the primary and appropriate time for Slichot is the morning, prior to Shacharit. But we want to say the Slichot as proximate to Shabbat as possible. So we start the first minute after midnight, we're already saying Slichot. As close to Shabbat as possible, and as we say in the Pizmon, B'motza'e menucha. We want to begin the Strichot and join them to the Shabbat. And the question is, why do we want to do that? I think there are several different good ways to understand that. What I would suggest at this point is that after Shabbat, there's a real sense of having lost something. Shabbat is gone. Shabbat is which we transplant ourselves to a different place, to a different world, a world where we have little concern. We don't make requests on the Shabbat as if we don't, there's nothing we need on the Shabbat. Shabbat yimilizok. But as soon as the Shabbat ends, we are aware of the fact that we are back to the normal routine. It's a world in which God seems to be very distant Psalm we recite after the Ma'ariv service, Yoshev B'Seiter Elyon, B'Tzel Shaddai Yitronan. Somehow God is seen as far away, as distant. It's a sense of, of loss. And what drives the Srichot service is a sense of loss. Something is missing, something needs repair. And of course, we'll get to the story of the Hashem Hashem Kerachum V'chanun in the Torah, which of course is the story of the golden calf. And 
What's at the heart of that story is a sense of loss and a desire to reconcile. Now the pismon of the first night, every pismon has a tagline. The tagline of this particular pismon of B'motzei Menucha we are asking God to hear our prayers, our cries. That line is taken from the Bible and it appears in the context of Solomon's prayer when he dedicates the temple. Solomon, of course, builds the Mikdash. His father had conceived of the idea to build it. Solomon, in fact, builds it. And upon building it, he has a dedicatory prayer. The prayer is interesting because Solomon didn't simply build the temple. Solomon, in effect, redefines what is the temple. When you read about the Mishkan in the Torah, the movable temple, What the Torah emphasizes in terms of the Mishkan is that the Mishkan is the place where you sacrifice. You bring sacrifices. God is there. But it's fundamentally a place of sacrifice. When Solomon issues his or gives his dedicatory prayer, the focus of Shlomo is not sacrifice at all. The focus of Shlomo is prayer. Shlomo speaks about situations in which the nation will pray when there's some kind of crisis perhaps it's famine no rain war and then Solomon added and also the prayers of every individual everybody knows says Solomon his or her own problems so it's a place where individuals pray towards the temple the temple for Solomon actually is more of a collection place. The prayers are collected in the temple because God is not actually in the temple, says Solomon. God is in the heaven and the heavens of heavens which cannot contain God, certainly not this house. So you pray towards the temple. And not only is it a place of prayer, says Solomon, for the Jew, it's a place of prayer for the non-Jew as well. It's a place of prayer for the whole world. It very much reminds us of what the prophet Yeshayahu said, I will bring them to my holy mountain, to the house of prayer. Their sacrifices will be acceptable on my altar. For my house is a house of prayer, for all nations. Yeshayahu sees the temple as a place of prayer. Their sacrifices will be accepted, says Yeshayahu, for my house is a house of prayer. We're used to seeing prayer as a substitute for sacrifice. But for the prophet Yeshayahu, it seems it's exactly the opposite. It's fundamentally a place of prayer. And therefore their sacrifices will be accepted. The sacrifices are kind of prayer. And it's a prayer not just for the Jew. A place of prayer for all people. And this idea 
that the temple is not primarily a place of sacrifice, but a place of prayer, that we have in Solomon's dedicatory statement about the temple which he builds. So when Shlomo issues his prayer, Shlomo himself says that he wants God, hopes that God will listen to Shlomo's prayer. Essentially what Shlomo was saying is that the prayer that I issue now is a kind of dedicatory prayer for the temple. The temple is a place of prayer and Shlomo's prayer is a dedication of the temple. That's the Rina and the Tzvigah. This is found in chapter 8 of Mulachim Aleph. Chapter 8 of Malachi Malaf, for example, in verse <coughs> verse 28, Ufonit el Tfilat Abdecha, Viot Hina Toashem Rokai, Ushmo el Horino Viot Fila, Asher Abdecha mit Porel Fonecha Hayom. Shlomo said, Turn God, to the prayer and supplication of your servant. He's referring to himself. God, today when I dedicate this Migdash, dedicate and define the Migdash, listen to my prayers. So Shlomo's own prayer, actually, is a way of dedicating the temple. How do you dedicate a holy place? The Talmud has two ways to dedicate holy things. One is by pouring the anointing oil upon it. Meshicha. Shemina Mishcha. But there's another way to make something holy. Avodato hi The very service itself, the using that object in the way it is to be used, dedicates the object. In effect, what Shlomo's prayer is doing is dedicating the house of prayer. So I think the choice of this verse for the first night of Srichot is quite interesting because in effect what are we saying the first night of Srichot? we're beginning right after Shabbat there is a sense something is missing something needs repair we say we are beginning this night right after Shabbat to begin the cycle of Srichot the custom and it's a custom to begin before Rosh Hashanah the Sephardic community begins Rosh Chodesh Elul even before that the month of Elul is a month of preparation. But these are actually preparatory prayers. In really, the day of Srichot is Yom Kippur. The Yom Kippur service, at least the classical Yom Kippur service, had a Srichot service in all of the five prayers of Yom Kippur. The night of Yom Kippur, Kondidre night, Shacharit, Mincha, Musaf, and of course Ne'ilah. Over time, in many communities, 
they, for any number of reasons, did not say the Slichot service, Shacharit Mincha and Musaf of Yom Kippur. We'll discuss later how that could happen. But clearly, the classical service and the adult Mizrah communities, of course, recite Slichot, all the services, as do the uh, German community, which is very careful about maintaining all the traditions. So essentially, the first night of Slichot is preparation for Yom Kippur. It's preparation for the great day of Slichot. So we have chosen as the Pizmon, Ushmoa El Harino V'Yeratfila. That was Solomon's dedicatory prayer for the house of prayer. So the night of Slichot, B'Motzai Menucha, we are beginning right after Shabbat, one might say in preparation for the Shabbat Shabbaton, for the Sabbath of Sabbaths, for Yom Kippur. That's how we begin our Slichot service.